0: Oh, you didn't know? Yo, yo, yo ass better call somebody! We back again. Wanna welcome y'all to four months in. Four months into the V Dot and Friends podcast. This is DJ V Dot. AKA, your auntie's favorite DJ. AKA, your granny's favorite referral coordinator. AKA the late night plumber. AKA the lead singer of the group. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at VDOT underscore V underscore DJ. Snapchat, that's DJVDOT757. Subscribe to the VDOT and Friends podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Radio Cast, wherever you can find podcasts. Make sure you look up VDOT and Friends. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh did I say Spotify? It's up on Spotify if I didn't say it. But subscribe to the podcast. Give me a rating. Let me know that you that you're enjoying what you're hearing. Um also you can download the Anchor app at the App Store or at Google Play. Um listen to the podcast. You can also leave messages up there. Um I want to start getting some messages up here soon. Um if you got some free time to download that app or some free space on your phone or tablet, go ahead and do so. Um, once again, give a shout out to my homeboy Chris with Beach Imprints for falling through last week um, to discuss our text message conversations every now and then. Uh, you need some screen printing done, go ahead and hit them up at beachimprints@outlook.com. At That's B-E-A-C-H-I-M-P-R-I-N-T-S at outlook.com. Or go ahead and hit him up on by phone at 757-303-7178. Uh, this week, we are going to go back to the year of 2005. Um, I watched ECW's One Night Stand, the first one. Um, it was after a long hiatus of no Eastern Championship wrestling that would later be turned to Extreme Championship wrestling once Paul Heyman took an o- uh, took over for Ty Gordon, who was uh, the head guy at the time. Before we get there, though, um, shout out to Most McFly. Also, he did have his show this weekend or this past weekend at Walsh's Tavern. Shout out to Diverse, the whole A Squad DJ Justo. What up? But uh, Most said that was it, man. That he's he's not going to perform anymore. I said, that was a good thing, come man. You was out there sweating like uh, you just ran 10 miles. I, didn't, I wasn't there uh, Pennsylvania to witness, witness it live, but uh, somebody held me down with the Facebook Live, and they did their show there. Uh, let's talk a little wrestling news that's going on. Not New Japan wrestling news at that. So um, I was scrolling through Twitter, and a story popped up claiming that Tetsuya Naito, uh, the leader of Ingo Bonable de Japon in New Japan uh, had a meeting with WWE officials, but he said he turned down the offer. Uh, I believe the story was like they sat down in a in a restaurant in Japan, had a quick conversation. Uh, Naito excused himself, asking if he can go to the bathroom, and then peeled out. <laughs> kind of like uh, if you get set up on a blind date and. You're expecting the girl to look like Janet Jackson. And when you get there, she look more like Freddie Jackson. You kind of peel out through the bathroom. Um, But let's go ahead. uh, Take a quick second. Let me make sure everything around this house is okay. And then um, I'm going to jump right into ECW One Night Stand 2005. Um, If you've never watched the show, make sure you get on the WWE Network. You can search the pay-per-view section uh look up ECW type in the year 2005 and it should pop up but I'm going to come back here in a second and then uh we'll jump right into that all right so let's jump into it ECW f or one night stand 2005 started off with Joey Styles uh in the middle of the ring welcoming everybody to the Hammerstein Ballroom um want to say it was a it was definitely a packed house What was the attendance? Let's see what the attendance was for the actual event. 2,500 um, packed up into the the Hammerstein Ballroom. That was uh, where they used to film the uh, early episodes of Monday Night Raw. Um, A lot of ECW towards the end in 2001 was uh, done in the Hammerstein Ballroom. So the building definitely had some nostalgia feel to it. Uh, The first match of the night was former tag team partners from Smoky Chan- uh Smoky Mountain Championship Wrestling the Thrill Seekers Lance Lance Storm versus uh Lionheart Chris Jericho Chris Jericho uh at this time in 2005 was known as Y2J uh for the- in the WWE So for one night only he came back as a uh, Lionheart where I I grew to uh, enjoy his work he ended up in WCW uh Both of them actually were in WCW. Not at the same time, though. Both of them definitely had different runs. Uh, The match goes a little over seven minutes. With Lance Storm uh, picking up the victory over Jericho after some interference from Just Incredible. Uh, The Impact players were definitely in the building. They had Don Marie with them. Uh, Next match was a three-way dance. I don't know if you were familiar with how the three-way dance would go. Um, It was like a triple threat style. Of course, you had three individuals. These three individuals were super crazy. Uh, Little Guido with the whole FBI. like Big Guido, J.T. Smith, Tony Mamaluke, and Tracy Smothers. And then the Japanese buzzsaw Tahiri. That came out with uh, Mikey eh, Mikey Whipwreck and the Sinister Minister. What was his name in WCW? Because he used to uh, manage Mortis and Raph when they were um when they were wrestling glacier back in that uh, mortal combat phase of wcw if you know the name uh hit me up on uh, twitter and instagram v dot underscore the underscore dj but this was also a pretty quick match and believe it or not it didn't feel that way because of all the action that was going on super crazy ended up actually picking up the victory uh Lil Guido was the first to be eliminated from the three-way dance that left us with Tajiri versus Super Crazy. And they definitely had some of the better rivalries in ECW throughout the years. One of the most underrated rivalries at that. And speaking of underrated rivalries, we go next to Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis. Um, I don't know if you do follow me on Twitter, but um, I post a picture up from WrestleMania weekend. I met Psychosis, uh, stayed in the same hotel with him. I think I felt like I was in the hotel room of the entire WrestleCon convention almost. Well, the guys, the performers, basically. But uh, I definitely had a good time at WrestleMania. But this was a good match. It was uh, another short match. Most of the matches, most of the matches didn't go over uh, ten minutes or uh, over eleven minutes. I'm sorry. They were hard hitting. They were uh, very impactful. They they knew what kind of crowd they had, so they went to the crowd. And uh, gave us that classic ECW. Uh, After the Rey Mysterio, well, before the Rey Mysterio psychosis match, uh, at the pay-per-view, it was some invaders uh, from Raw and SmackDown. And they said they were coming to pretty much mess the show up. You had JBL, Kurt Angle, Eric Bischoff, Jonathan Coachman, Carlito, Gene Snitsky. uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other people there. Oh, uh, Edge, Christian, Tyson Tomko, La Resistance, William Regal. Uh, They all came through. Next up was a match. But before the match started, uh, JBL, which... Looked like he was uh feeling pretty good about himself. I think he had went to the library earlier, picked up a few novels before uh actually attending the event and they gave this man a live mic. Cussed everybody out, the fans are chanting, you suck dick. Fuck you, SmackDown as they were entering the building. It was it's a it was great TV to watch. Definitely if you did not watch this pay per view, I would definitely take some time to go back and watch it. But Rob Van Dam comes out, cut a promo. Uh, He's actually injured at this moment and wanted to actually be a part of the event that he was instrumental with actually getting it to happen. Uh, He said in this promo that it was him that went up to Vince McMahon and said, we need to bring ECW back. We need to bring ECW back. I guess after a while, they actually, uh, and Rob was becoming popular without the company because, uh, the following year he ended up being the WWE champion along with the ECW champion, uh, cause the ECW, uh, was reinstated with the WWE stamp on it, uh, which was, uh, we don't know, we might have to talk about that in another podcast, uh, but while Rob Van Dam was giving this promo, out comes Rhino and Gore's... Rob Van Dam, this will bring out Sabu and we get a match between Sabu and Rhino, uh, Sabu hit his uh, his famous moves, the, the triple jump moonsault, the, like I've said before, I've, I'm not really a Sabu guy, I mean it was cool, but he just wasn't my cup of tea, so I really, this match went 6 minutes 30 seconds. Uh Sabu ended up with the victory. Rob Van Dam actually hit a five-star frog splash while not being cleared to wrestle, but that's what Rob Van Dam does. He he makes moments. He's the whole show. Next match was Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero. And this was actually a very technical match. Went ten and a half minutes. But... uh. I don't know if anybody noticed it. it just to me it looks like they just like they didn't want to be there. And uh rest in peace to both Eddie the man. Um but it just seemed like maybe they had a an argument or or a dispute before coming out there to actually uh put on that show, but nevertheless the two guys are excellent performers. They did put on a great match. Chris YI ended up defeating Eddie Guerrero with a submission. Uh, Next match was Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. Yo, For almost 10 minutes of killing themselves, everybody was into it. Even the WWE talent that was up in the balcony, they got a kick out of it. I don't know if they were making fun of it or what, but uh, chair shots galore. Table spots galore. uh, Awesome bombs on the tables and then jumping on... It was a crazy ten minutes. Um, rest in peace to, to Mike Awesome. Uh he's not here with us anymore. Uh he definitely left uh his stain on the wrestling business. Uh during this match, Mick Foley uh joined Joey Styles for commentary and they were talking about his uh how he left ECW in two thousand to jump to W C W and they made him that seventies guy and then he had to chase all the big girls and which is nothing wrong with that, but they were trying to play the dude. They gave him a whole bunch of money and played him. I mean, he kind of got what he deserved because he was the top guy for ECW at the time. But then we move on to the main event. The main event was the Dudley boys, Divon and and uh, Bubba Ray versus Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. Sandman has one of the top five entrances of all time. Yeah, I said it. If you can listen to Metallica's Enter the Sandman, Smoke mad cigarettes drink some beer crush the cans on your head while the whole 2500 and even the black people in there is singing freaking metallica hey we know it too though so i can't even say that but um the match had a couple of surprises the bwl came out uh said they were taking over who else showed up uh balls mahoney and axel rotten definitely it was a few it was a few guys out there um So the match starts, and uh, it ended with a burning table spot, where uh, Tommy Dreamer went through a burning table, and the Dudley Boys picked up the win. All the EC out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, another ECW alumni, tells all the talent to come into the ring. They turn around, point at the WWE team of uh, JBL, Angle, and those guys. Stone Cold says, Come on down so we can whoop your ass. A fight in slews and drunk JBL beats down the blue meanie. <laughs> yo <laughs> Yo, like he beat down the blue meanie. They tried. To, if you really peep it like if you know the rumor beforehand before watching this, look for JBL. Watch this again and look for JBL in this brawl. Like he's throwing Haymakers at the Blue Meanie. I don't know what he had against him, but I guess that's just not his guy. Um, in the end though, the ECW alumni ended up uh, winning, beating everybody, taking them out of their, uh, out of their ring, out of their building. Eric Bischoff's ended up getting in the ring. He takes a stunner, takes a 619, which the fans booed because hardcore fans, I believe, I guess they think that the 619 was a, a cheesy move and to extent, it was, but you have to understand when you're Rey Mysterio's size. You have to find something to to keep you, the one, to keep you healthy. Two, you can do it on everybody. That's the definition of a finisher. You got to be able to do it on everybody. Uh, show goes off. But definitely was, um, this was one of those Phil Spots pay-per-views because, like I said, ECW was long gone for, for well over four years. Um, this is when Vince McMahon actually purchased WCW also. I always wondered, would they ever be able to do a WCW one-night stand? The answer is probably no now, because the best talent during that time roughly are about 55 to 65. With a couple of people that could probably do it. We could probably get a Jericho-Mysterio match, a Goldberg match, maybe uh, the Outsiders versus the Harlem Heat. Maybe Disco Inferno versus somebody. Alex Wright. I just saw him uh, take a picture with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. I guess uh, while they're on the European tour. But I wouldn't mind seeing a WCW one night stand. I don't. Maybe if the guys could just show up, you know, the one do kind of do like how Slambery was back in the day, just or the Hall of Fame. Everybody stand on stage, do their little waves. Maybe we could get like Offspring. Of famous w c w stars wrestling and matches who knows that's something to think about all right I hear this uh dog so let me uh wrap this sec this segment up here um and then I'll jump right back on and we'll uh ride this thing on into the sunset all right so yeah that was e c w one night stand two thousand and five scrolling here on uh on the Google machine and just came up a story on what wrestle zone um saying that Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has given further information regarding on Brock Lesnar's new WWE deal. In writing an article for MMA fighting, Meltzer stated that Lesnar and WWE made a deal in secret after it was re- revealed that Roman Reigns is battling leukemia again. Uh he also reported that Brock's deal would not limit his ability to uh fight in the NF- uh the UFC and is there um for multiple shows. So um Meltzer is educated educated guessing that uh Lesnar will be around to at least after Wrestlemania so will the belt be held hostage again is the question or do they have something else in mind for Brock Lesnar to keep him around um I still want to see Daniel Cormier whoop his tail I don't know if y'all saw the fight this weekend uh he went against Homeboy that had the interview where it was like why you take your pants off he said cause his balls was hot yeah DC uh Rupped him up real quick. Called out Brock. He said, yeah, bring your uh, your new WWE title with you, too, and I'll take that from you. So I was like, oh, you know, hit, hit um, one of those good bros. Oh! But um, <laughs> I'm excited to see how that goes. Now, Daniel Cormier does uh, say he is going to retire um, in March after his 40th birthday. So this match needs to happen, or this fight needs to happen if it's going to happen. I believe he can't officially have a fight until January, so maybe they can get it out in February, or or maybe it could be his last match. We'll see how it goes. Um, also out there, uh, New Japan—they're holding their uh, their World Tag League tournament for the next three weeks here, coming soon. And a fan had asked the Young Bucks, "Why weren't they on the show?" Uh. And both of them said pretty much they weren't asked and that the money's not good anyway for them. So where does that tell? I don't know what that tells us. I don't know if they're out here just throwing out trolls or cause, um, I don't know if you've, uh, uh what is the show called? Oh, dang. Uh, talk is Jericho fan. S- Sorry, Chris Jericho to goat. um, They had the cruise of Jericho this weekend, and they were pretty much explaining that they're done with the Bullet Club. They're just going to be known as the Elite now. So I'm seeing they're they're slowly trying to distance themselves away from the promotions that they're with now. Uh, Cody and the Young Bucks recently lost the six-man titles. Uh, The Young Bucks lost the IWGP heavyweight tag titles along with the Never Openweight titles. The only person right now that's holding on to a title at the moment. Oh, well, Cody is still does he is still the uh the IWGP United States champion. I believe he fights Trent Beretta uh here in the next coming weeks. That should be a good match. But uh they're they're kind of clearing themselves out here. We'll see how that goes. Uh I don't have nothing planned this weekend too much. Other than uh Monday is my birthday, so. One of my coworkers gave me this nice little, what is this, seven fifty milliliter of Ciroc Apple, uh, that I probably don't even like, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I might dabble on that a little bit over the weekend. I plan on getting a, a few chances to sit down with folks. Also, that's the real reason why I took off of work because. I need to get some podcasts in. I need to at least have like two or three on standby just in case something catastrophic happens and I'm not able to put out my show when I normally want to put out. Like I should have been more prepared during Halloween, but obviously I had a a lot trying to to get done at the time. But uh, as always, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Download the Anchor app at the App Store, Google Play, uh, search for VDOT and Friends, leave a message, let me know how I'm doing, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at VDOT underscore the underscore DJ. Uh, you know, I got my favorite background music on while this is going going down, kind of vibing out to it like always. But, uh, y'all be safe, veterans, uh, thank you, thank you for everything you've done for us, and like myself, I will have as much free food as I possibly can over the next couple of days, but once again, y'all do be safe, avoid those bookings, uh, Monday is a holiday, so, you won't see a magistrate till Tuesday, But, yeah, like I was saying, be safe, enjoy yourself, and I'll catch up with y'all next week. Um, I'll probably tweet what I'll be talking about next week, though. All right, peace.